0: This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM 560, The Answer. Top of the morning, Dan and Amy. So uh, early voting is uh, posting historic numbers in suburban Cook County. And a lot of people want to read a lot into early voting that I think it's difficult to read into, but Um, Interestingly, some of the recent numbers I've seen, suburban communities, so suburban Cook, but also the Collar counties, starting to return to their historical spreads, Republican, Democrat, um, starting to move away from this idea there's going to be some kind of Madigan-induced blue wave that hits uh, suburban Cook and the Collar counties. We'll see. There's still a lot to go, and it's a uh, a while to go yet, even six days is a long time. And uh, it's a volatile political landscape, but uh, some of the trend lines are restoring to uh, returning to historical norms, so it's just interesting to note, and it's good news for suburban candidates, uh, including candidates for Congress in tough races like Peter Roskam, who we spoke with yesterday. Yep. And our next guest, Randy Hultgren, who is a Republican congressman from the 14th Congressional District, Who's in a tough re-election fight, Randy? Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it.
1: Hey, Dan. Hey, Amy. Good to be with you this morning.
0: Uh, so, um, your race—I mean, this is the first time, uh, even uh, from the state legislature to uh, Congress, that you've really faced this kind of uh, this kind of challenge uh, in in fairly solid Republican areas that you've always represented. Uh, how has uh, this race been different for you, and how are you holding up under the onslaught?
1: Yeah, we're doing great. You know, we had a tough race. I beat a Democrat. To win Congress, Bill Foster won when uh, Speaker Hastert retired, Uh, and so he was there for a term and a half. And I defeated him, was outspent four to one. Then, obviously, that was a a tough race, but it was a good year, 2010. Mm -hmm. This year, we've known for two well two years now that this was going to be a tough race. Uh, We've been working really hard. Certainly, uh, have been prepared. What I guess what I was unprepared for was just the the millions of dollars that would pour in from San Francisco and Hollywood and New York City. Uh, to a 32 year old who lives with her parents who moved uh, to Illinois to run for Congress. I mean, it's unbelievable, but uh, it's real. Uh, we're taking it very seriously. Uh, obviously, uh, wherever the money comes from, it still spends the same way when it's being uh, put out on TV, a lot of the lies and attacks. So we're uh, working really hard, taking nothing for granted. We feel good of uh, just the Feel like we're peaking at the right time feel like there's great optimism on our side but we can't slow down until you know a week from today I thought about it waking up this morning that I'm looking forward to a week mm-hmm. from today uh having it over with but uh, we're gonna we're gonna run through the tape
0: and not only does she have money flowing in from all over the country but former Vice President Joe Biden is gonna be in the suburbs with her today um trying to get out the vote and have people vote for her you said that she moved wh- where did she used to live and when did she move to Illinois
1: Yeah, she she lived in D.C. She worked for the Obama administration, Uh, so she brags about uh, being one of the the ones who rolled out Obamacare. Uh, To me, that wouldn't be something I'd be bragging about. Uh, That did not work very well, and it's been a disaster for my constituents, Uh, huge increases in premiums and costs. But anyhow, she was out in D.C., went to the march a couple years ago, and decided at that point uh, to run for Congress, move back, uh, lives with her parents in Naperville. She did go to high school here but really hasn't been here since then.
0: Yeah, develop that a bit, because uh, your vote uh, to repeal and replace Obamacare is something that she's really trying to uh, to make central to this campaign and her candidacy, and I wonder how that is being received uh, in your district, your constituents.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it's frustrating when uh, people lie about records and about what really happened. You know, specific, specifically, she's going after the American Health Care Act, uh, the vote that we took on that. Uh, you know, I... It wasn't a perfect bill but it was much better than uh, obamacare it really did develop uh marketplaces once again and very specifically and she's saying we voted to uh, get rid of pre-existing condition coverage that's just a lie Mm -hmm. section 137b of the american health care act specifically says pre-existing conditions are protected and people who are continuing insurance coverage the insurance companies can't even ask them if they have a pre-existing condition so again frustrating in campaigns that people can say anything uh, there's very little accountability other than our ability to push back, but when, again, millions and millions and millions of dollars are, are flowing in every single day, uh, it's, it's challenging to do that. So that's where we need people, word of mouth, uh, on the ground, talking to friends, uh, saying, hey, you know what, we don't need government control of health care, we need patient-focused health care, patients and doctors making decisions for our care, not bureaucracy. Uh, that's all she knows, that's all she's ever done, uh, and again, it would just be a disaster. And, and you know what, there's so many other issues Healthcare is important, but the economy is important. Uh, making sure we're building up this uh, idea of opportunity for every single person. Access uh, to the American dream through access to capital. I've been fighting for our community banks and credit unions. Some really good things that we've been able to do there. Right-sizing regulation. Government was just out of control uh, growing uh, over the last few years, and now we're seeing it get back to where it ought to be. So anyhow, a very different uh, clear choice that people have in the 14th district. This year clearer than ever. She's a proud progressive. Um, Liberal Lauren is right along uh, with Bernie Sanders, and, you know, she sits right in with uh, with Biden uh, and Obama. And, and, again, the 14th district is, is a good, solid conservative district. So well, ha- our hope is – go ahead.
0: <clears throat> Distinguish yourself from uh, Liberal Lauren uh, on the uh, issue of immigration policy, particularly with the caravan and uh, the president's decision to deploy – uh, five, more than 5,000 military to the U.S. border. Where do, how do you guys uh, differentiate on that issue?
1: Yeah, I mean, she really is, uh, again, in the Bernie Sanders mode of uh, basically open borders, uh, lax, uh, letting people in, um, full uh, immigration, comprehensive immigration is what she's looking for. Uh, again, I, I just disagree fundamentally. I believe every other nation in the world protects their borders, uh, decides who should come in and who shouldn't come in, makes decisions of what's good for that country. And America ought to do the same. So uh, this caravan marching towards our borders, uh, absolutely, we've got to enforce the law. We've got to make sure that we protect our borders. I've supported the president over and over again of making sure that we increase funding for border security, for walls, uh, for uh, more efforts by ICE down there. She's been opposed to the uh, great work that ICE has done of uh, saving people from human, human trafficking situations. So again very very clear differences of how we would view immigration policy
0: so what are you doing in the past well the next six days to get out the vote
1: well uh, we've been working for two years really to, to get to the this week uh, so we've been knocking on doors making phone calls identifying voters now we're just closing the sale uh, i'm all over the district over the next six days uh, we're talking to as many people as we can encouraging people to vote early so we don't have to call them again. Uh, and the beautiful thing is with a lot of the technology that we've got, everything we've been doing, walking again over the last months, we've identified who our voters are, who our likely voters are, and we're able to see real time when they vote so that we don't have to spend the time to call them to remind them to get out to vote. So uh, encourage encourage everybody, if you haven't voted yet, go vote today. Uh, it's so easy to do. just takes a couple minutes. And then uh, find somebody else who hasn't voted on Election Day or two or three or five or ten and get them to vote on Election Day. So we're going to be out walking, talking, knocking on doors, meeting with people, just energizing folks, letting them know again that uh, the next two years are either going to be about continued results and success or about resistance, about impeachment, about dysfunction. Uh, And and it's a really clear differentiation, and I absolutely believe the 14th district, the district I have the privilege of representing, and the 6th district, the one Peter Roskam represents, I think these are honestly the two two, to who controls the majority. If Republicans can hold this. I don't see how the math could add up for Nancy Pelosi to be speaker and Maxine Waters to be chairman of financial services.
0: You uh, took uh, one day or part of a day uh, out of your district to attend the uh, Trump rally in southern Illinois over the weekend. Why was that important for you to be there?
1: Well, uh, again, I think I'm really uh, grateful for what the president has done of getting this economy growing again, fulfilling uh, the promises. I mean, he is made a lot of promises and he's keeping those promises. And so wanted to be there to thank him also to support a great colleague of mine, Mike Boston, Southern Illinois, uh, who's in a tough race as well. We redeemed the time uh, in the car We're making a lot of phone calls, uh, reminding people to vote and continuing to raise money. Uh, I'm raising money from Illinois. Again, my opponent's raising money from every place but Illinois. Uh, so we used the time well uh, and also just had a, a great time celebrating with, I don't know, 10, 20,000 people who are good people, patriots, not angry, not mean-spirited, just, you know, happy warriors, people who love America and want someone looking out for them, and they see that in President Trump. They want that in our Congress of people who are thinking about them, you know, fighting for them, not asking for anything other than for the ability to be able to do their jobs and to care for their families.
0: All right. He is Randy Hultgren. He is the Republican representative from the 14th Congressional District. Randy, thanks for joining us and making your closing argument. We appreciate it.
1: Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Dan. Good to be with you. Have a great day. You too.
0: Yep, And he joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. You've made the switch, and it feels so good. You've switched to Chicago's Morning Answer an AM560, The Answer.